welcome back to Mortals and Portals, a Pathfinder real play podcast. I am your host and GM, Zach, and joining me at the table is... Adam, and I play Jules, an Azerketi Bard. I'm Joel, and I play Dex, a Kobold Rogue. Ryan, or Ryu, a Tiefling Magus. Taryn, and I play Waltz, a Human Champion. That was surprisingly normal. Good clean. job, everyone. Yeah, this is a clean one. Good job. Hey. <laughs> little palate cleanser, you know? Yeah. Well, last time on Mortals and Portals, it was a good old uh, nautical pirate adventure with our buddy Jules, who hopped on Smith, the hippogriff, and flew out to sea to try and get back Ryu. And on the way there, he flew over the town of Kurapan, which is the export city where the Drake Knights shuttle Drake eggs to and from the island of Nisserine. They seem to be training there. It was a very active town, lots of Drake Knights, and he flew further out to sea and flew over what he would probably believe to be Sindor on the back of a Drake flying towards Nisserine. Luckily, Smith sensed the Drake coming as Drakes are one of their natural predators and got him high enough that Sindor hopefully didn't see him. And he continued to fly out to sea, found the ship that Ryu was on, landed on there, just all sorts of, you know, shenanigans going on, people arguing for who was going to be the captain of the ship now that Bolgru was dead. And Jules interjected himself in that situation, caused some confusion, got them to, you know, fight further and run around the ship and all that. Grabbed himself a bottle of rum, walked into the jail cell, just having a real easy go of things, you know. And uh, encountered just this, you know, inept guard and also Ryu acting inept at the same time, crawling around uh, on the floor looking for a spoon with his butt in the air. All the source that. of my power. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. It, it could have worked. My bad. Um, I didn't put my butt in the air. You put my butt in the air. That's true. I did, I did exaggerate the curvature of your spine. Uh, yeah, sorry. That, that's on me. I want to see um, that, Tron. Exaggerate yeah. the crew. <laughs> yeah, I want to see that Patreon drawing. <laughs> <laughs> oh it's my gosh, turn into that's probably going to be his friggin' butt. Anyway, yeah, so then he started talking to the, the guard and uh, was having an easy job getting rid of him, but then this guy wanted to start telling him jokes. Uh, so Jules just put him to sleep and uh, let Ryu out, and he, he, he got Ryu, and they started walking out of the ship. They almost made it all the way to Smith before bumping into some people. A little fight broke out. They, they bailed, jumped on Smith, flew to safety. And also, Waltz and Dax were making their way to Scale Keep, and they were, you know, talking about things, just all that they're going through. Waltz did some, you know, meditation and started to have these visions of what feels like the end of this quest, and it was very ambiguous, and he didn't really have a strong feeling on which vision was what would come to be, but he had a vision of, you know, him dying, perhaps, um, the, the party failing and the party succeeding, and just this uncertainty that lies ahead of him so that was something new for him he hasn't really fully explored what these potentially divine powers mean for him but that was kind of his first taste of calling out to whatever the source of this power is but this discovery was interrupted by the sounds of some aggressive chattering coming from down the tunnel so Dax and Waltz hid behind a rock and waited for the approaching sounds and that's more or less where we ended our session and that is where we are going to start our session with Waltz and Dax. So Waltz and Dax, you guys are hiding behind the boulder. You hear the sounds of some aggressive chattering coming your way. What do you do? Yeah, Jules, welcome to the Ryu side of the story, uh, <laughs> where we don't get to play anymore. 
Okay. <laughs> um, no, Joel's still going to play. I just out. won't let you like chime in with anything. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, did you want to like go do something? I guess I could go. Well, now no, I, was, like, I know why they say never split go. the party because they won't shut uh, up and stop complaining okay, sorry. all the time. That's it. You guys are getting struck by meteors. <laughs> Um, I'm just going to keep hiding. I don't want to make any noise. I don't want to try to whisper anything or, or do anything. I'm just going to wait until the, uh, the noise becomes visible, I guess, or whatever is making the noise becomes visible. You too. Um, yeah, I'll follow suit. All right. So you guys are pressed up against this boulder, sort of looking down the tunnel. You start to see some torchlight glowing on the tunnel walls. And you start to hear these voices grow closer. They get a little more distinct. And you hear, I'm getting so tired of dragging this thing. I know, me too. It's just, it's the worst. What if we just say we took it to him and, you know, well, but what if Forgast doesn't get anything to eat and he dies? Oh, yeah, then they know we didn't feed him. Uh, uh, all right. Uh, and they, you hear dragging through the dirt and coming around the bend... You can see two figures with their backs to you dragging a deer on the ground. What are these um, creatures? Like, are they goblins? Like, what size are they? Do I, like, what are, what kind, what species are they, I guess? If you want to peek your head out and make a perception check? Absolutely. Uh, That is 12. All right. You peek around the corner and you see a furry tail sort of playfully winding through the air. And other than that, they're sort of hunched over so you can't really sure. see the shapes of their head very well. Do I get any sense of size? Yes, one of them appears smaller, and the other one seems a little more slender and taller. I, okay, I guess I guess what I'm asking, are they approximately Walt's and Dax size? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'd say okay. so. Then I will just, uh, I'll look over to Walt's and just put my finger to my mouth, like in a shishing motion. Dax loves shishing people. I do. Shut the heck up. <laughs> Sassy, dude. <laughs> Shush. Are you going to wait for them to like pass you, basically? Yes. That's my right. plan. I want to wait until they're a little bit farther and then act like I'm running after them. Sorry, they're coming towards you. Oh, you said they have their backs tor- turned towards yeah, us. Yeah, because they're dragging something. Oh, okay, so they haven't passed us yet. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, I just want to walk. I'll just walk out then. All right, so Dax shushes I love it. you, and Dax's you eyes just kind of nod wide. at him, I'm guessing, and then just sort of stand up. Um, I'll, I'll kind of motion to Dax to stay, and then I'll just walk up to him. I'll be like, uh, hey, you guys uh, taking this to Forgas for his meal? <laughs> Turn around. What the? Uh, give me that. He takes the torch from the taller one, the shorter one. He raises it up, squinting. You see big red eyes and long goblin ears and a little goblin nose. And as the torchlight dances off the other figure, you see a cat folk with long whiskers, and you recognize them. And they say, <gasps> what? Waltz? Hey! Hey! Waltz. <laughs> hey, Whisk! It's Waltz! <laughs> yes! Fellas! Oh. Awesome. Waltz, you're okay. Yeah, you, how are you guys doing? Oh, we're, we're doing all right. I mean, we gotta go drag this to Forgoss. Can, can you believe this? They got mad at us that, that we lost the hippogriff. So now they're hazing us and said we got to drag this deer all the way to Forgost. But but we told them that the Hippogriff would have killed us and that you saved us. Yeah, listen, I've been hazed a lot. Uh, hey, uh, let me see that thing and I'll go to pick it up and just throw it over my shoulder. Okay, roll a strength check. Okay, okay, okay. Sorry, athletics check. 
There is no flat checks in Pathfinder, something I messed up a lot in earlier episodes just from my 5e roots. We're learning. Sorry, actually, I messed up again. Flat checks are where you roll and don't add any modifier, such as death saving throws. I got an 18. Still learning. Still learning, yeah. (laughs) You got an 18? Yes, sir. All right, so you kind of pick it up, and your knees pop a little bit, and you get it up there, and you kind of let out a grunt, and you get it up there, and you did it. And they're like, wow, wow, so strong, Waltz. Hey, listen, you guys... uh, yeah, no, I appreciate it, guys. Uh, you guys have probably done enough bringing it all the way here. So let me take this over to Forgoss, and uh, you guys can head back to Scale Keep if you want. I'll meet up with you guys back there. Really? Wow. That's so nice, Waltz. Yeah, well, I owe you guys one. I mean, you guys were really uh, nice back then when I first met you and uh, comforting me after I lost uh, Commander Krim. Yeah, Commander, you seem like you're about to figure out his name for a second. <laughs> oh, yeah, I... Uh, <laughs> I wasn't. <laughs> Roll a deception check. <laughs> <laughs> With a plus two circumstance bonus, just because you've already kind of fooled these guys in the past. 17. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, sometimes grief, you know, makes you forget things. Maybe it's for the best you forget him. Yeah, he was the worst. No, don't say that to him. He likes him. Oh, sorry. Oh, no, it's okay. It's been, gosh, it's just been such a long couple of days. I. It's one yeah, of those times, right? Here? We, we, we uh, saw you uh, back in Enoch, and, and what, what are you doing in Pagos? And, were you just in Forgoth's Lair? Yeah, I was just in Forgoth's Lair, and all this stuff was going on, and I just found myself back here, figured I'd take this route to Scale Keep because I was yourself? already in Forgoth's Lair. Yeah. You gotta do the buddy system, Waltz. Drake Knights don't travel alone. Yeah. Yeah, you know, uh, when you guys offered to uh, take me with you, I, I really messed up back there, and... Uh, you know, from now on, I think I'll do the buddy system after I take this thing to Forgoth Slayer. I'm going to meet up with you guys back at Scale Keep, and then maybe I could be uh, number three in your guys' group. Is that is that cool with you guys? Number three? Well, yeah, our last number three died. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that'd be fine. Yeah, you could do that. Yeah. But All right, guys, you should well, because uh, the fight's going to start. You know, the fight for leadership. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, uh, I don't want to miss that. I always love a good fight for leadership. Yeah. I'm not sure if that's actually what it's called, but that's essentially what it is. <laughs> what? Uh, who do you think's gonna win? Who you guys got your money on? Uh, it's probably gonna be Boric. <laughs> that guy's the worst. Yeah, he's tough though. I mean, what are you gonna do? You know, Nelly's dead. Bulger's at sea. Commander Krim died. No, don't bring up Commander Krim. Oh yeah, so, uh, the the rat. Oh no, died. it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> enough time has passed, and I've mourned enough. Uh, I get it. He wasn't liked by everybody, but uh, I did like the guy. Yeah, it's going to be really exciting. You know, wh- whoever wins the fight gets to, gets to rule the Drake Knights. Well, all right. Hey, well, listen, you guys save me a seat when, the, when that fight starts, all right? Yeah, okay, you got it. All right, we'll see you soon. Okay. I'll kind of just start uh, kind of adjusting the deer on my back and slowly walking towards four guys. Oh, hey, hey, wait, Waltz, you've never been oh, a scale keep, right? Me? Yeah. Oh, shoot. <laughs> yeah, you. <laughs> yeah, you're the only, only one in this tunnel with us, right? No, the kobold behind you. <laughs> no, because, uh, yeah, remember when I ran into you guys the first time, um, I was wondering where it was, but luckily you guys pointed me in the right direction. But obviously I got lost and, you know, ran into Forgoth Slayer. But, you know, luckily I ran into you guys again, so I'm assuming that this is the route to uh, Scale Keep. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm assuming you know the password. Oh, yeah, I know the password. Wait, did, they didn't change okay, it, did good. they? Uh, what? Oh, I don't know. 
<laughs> you don't you don't know if they changed it? Yeah, like like when? Like what do you mean? Since when? Well, shoot. Uh, last I heard was a while ago from uh, Commander Krim. He said that the password was uh, was Red Death. I don't know what that was supposed to mean, but he said it was Red Death a while ago. Does that mean anything to you See, guys? I don't get it. How did he get a rule to drink? Like he's an idiot. He doesn't even know the password. Yeah, seriously, that's that's not that's not right at all. That's never been the password. <laughs> Wait, so that's not the pass? You guys are telling me Red Death isn't the password to Scale Keep? No. Well, what? Well, what is it? It's Owl Bear. Owl Bear, that's a dumb password. Red Death sounds <laughs> way cooler. Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> B- Borik's in charge. Maybe he can change it. Yeah, I mean, hopefully. I mean, it's not the biggest thing if it's just kind of a silly password. Uh, I just thought Red Death sounded a little bit cooler. Yeah, it does sound kind of cool. Yeah, that's cool. Very cool, Waltz. Yeah, maybe we'll uh, have some sort of democracy and we'll be able to vote on the password. I don't know. Borik's going to be in charge because he's going to bash everyone's skull with a giant maul, but... Yeah, maybe oh, yeah, he does that. Yeah, I always forget that that's kind of his thing, is bash a people's skull until it's just kind of dust on the ground, huh? Yeah, I wouldn't mess with those beastkin. No, yeah, I miss it. Listen, me either. I would, uh, I know my limits, and uh, I'm not messing with a guy like that. You know, Waltz, we could help you carry this back to Forgot's Lair. Uh, it could save us some time. No, oh, you know, ever since uh, pretty much all of my comrades died in that one battle, it's been nice to kind of have a little bit of alone time and clear my head. So uh, if you don't mind, depressing. I think I'd actually... Oh, yeah, it's, I'm pretty depressed lately, but uh, that's all right. Damn. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I'll be able to meet up with you guys soon. If you don't mind, just maybe giving me a little bit of time to clear my head, and uh, I'll see you back at Scale Keep. Is, uh, how's that sound? Yeah, it sounds good. We'll save you a seat. All right, thanks, buddies. Yeah. Hey, see you later, Waltz. Man, that Later, fellas. Yeah. <laughs> All right, bye, Waltz. Just later, guys. skipping down the tunnel. I'll uh, wait a while until they're out of earshot and slowly walk down the opposite direction just a little bit, set the deer down, and walk back to Dax. Dax, I don't know if you uh, heard any of that, but it turns out the password to scale keep is Owlbear. <laughs> I don't understand how any of that worked. <laughs> They're nice guys. I ran. I actually know them. I ran into them a while back. Are those the same ones from from Smith from when we? Oh yeah, you for... were you were there. Yeah, no, same guys. Oh my, that is not how I anticipated this going. But uh, you know, I guess I'm glad it worked. All right, come on, Dax. We don't got time to waste. Uh, sure. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and Dax we is just baffled by how this is playing out. It's even better that he didn't know that that was them when he just stepped out to start talking to him. <laughs> yeah, so I guess we'll just kind of trot our way, um, making sure that we stay far enough away from the two that just left us so, you know, that they don't hear us coming or anything. All right, sounds good. So you guys start to move down the tunnel after waiting a little bit. And with that, we'll cut over to Jules and Ryu. Hey, they're not supposed and to play. <laughs> yeah, they get to play. So yeah, you guys are flying... Still over the ocean, getting closer towards the island of Nisserine. So if you guys wanted to converse at all. Jules, I only sensed you on the ship. Where are Dax, Waltz, and Geldir? I hope you did away with Clag. As a matter of fact, Dax dealt with Clag. He is no longer with us. As for Geldir, turns out we couldn't trust him after all. He tried to kill Waltz. Uh but he ran away before we could apprehend him. 
Waltz and Dax went on ahead to Scale Keep. That's where we're heading. Hmm. I suppose I never considered Geldir trustworthy anyway. What did he attempt to do? Kill Walt. I mean, I can't say I'm surprised, but... In your sleep? No. Uh, as we were attempting to take out Forgast, he and Walt were positioned to assist Dax and I up atop the cave. He apparently pushed Walt right down the hole. You left the man we did not trust the most alone with Walt's? Well, we had a heart-to-heart moments <laughs> before we went into the cave. You had to be there. Look, it when you was, put it uh, like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you had listen to the DM. You had to be there. Uh, well, fortunately, you all have me back. That is very true. It is very good to have you back with us. Mm. How are you, by the way? Are you hurt? Mm. I've been better, but I'll manage. You mentioned Dax and Waltz are on their way to Scale Keep. Yes, though I can't give any specifics as to what they're up to. You know, Walt. They could literally be doing anything right now. Hmm. Unfortunately, as much as I feel I know him, I feel there is much I do not understand about him. <coughs> Agreed. They could be anywhere <laughs> at this point. Uh, yes, you're quite right. Hmm. But, Jules, listen. Why did you come back for me? Because we're Digsby's crew. Digsby's crew. You would have done the same for us, wouldn't you? Ryu remains silent and uh, ponders. Wouldn't you? (laughs) Jules, what is our plan now? Well, after our fight with Forgost, we realized we were out of our depth with Desmar. We changed plans and decided it would be most beneficial to head to Scale Keep. Uh, Desmar, the desert trait, correct? Correct. Things did not go smoothly with Forgost then? Well, we could have definitely used you, I'll say that. But everyone's alive. So the plan at this point is to take the Arcanor at Scale Keep. Is that it? You've got it. Understood. One other thing I should mention to you, Jules. I have received some confirmation as to changes that occurred to me whilst in Pagos. When these changes occur to me, I am unaware of when they happen and do not know when they could happen again. So for that, I wanted to give you fair warning. Well, thank you for the warning. I suppose that makes some sense now, as you definitely uh, were in denial of those changes. Would you please describe to me what changed? Your hair, for one, went from stark white to bleak black. And your demeanor was um, unbearable. According to Sindor, these changes happen with the seasons. My guess is with the varying environments here on Nisserine, once I crossed into Pagos, is when I changed. Once we enter that region again, be prepared for me to be, as you say, unbearable. Did appear to happen when we crossed over to Pagos. Wait, hold on. You said you talked to Sindor? Yes, Sindor was on that ship. He left moments before you arrived. He's after Waltz and Dak, so we should make haste. After hearing that, I remember... The drake that Smith and I flew by on the way. And uh, Jules can't help. I can't help to get a, a little pit in my stomach thinking about the people of Karos and just all of the, the friends we've made so far that are counting on us. And then I'll turn my head back towards uh, Ryu and say, I, I agree, but uh, we may have to make one quick stop first. Where to? 
And as you say that, you start to approach the town of Kurapan with ships at the docks and bustling activity of Drake Knights that you can see off in the distance. I'll turn to Rio again and say, We're here. Where's here? In Kurapan. Ah, uh, the city where I entered onto the ship in the first place. I'd imagine so. What business have you here? Well, on my way to come rescue you, I flew over Kurapan and I couldn't help but notice that they were loading ships with drake eggs and there were other drake knights and um, I'm just concerned about all the people here that uh, deserve to be free of this tyranny. I feel an obligation to those people to do what we can to stop their suffering. Not to mention the river that leads to Scarekeep. If things go south, they could send reinforcements. We could prevent some future struggles by creating some mischief here. What say you? Hmm. That sounds sensible, but we should make it quick. How do you work this sniff? Can you make it go faster? <laughs> uh, Smith. And, uh, yes, I can make him go quite fast. And then I'll gesture him to go down. All right. You Just to of... mess with Ryu. All right, so you kind of lean forward, and Smith dips down and rushes through the air and glides down towards Kurapan. Whoa, 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 that is fast. <laughs> And with that, we'll cut back to Waltz and Dax. All right, so you guys have been walking for a while and feel you could be arriving at Scale Keep or whatever the entrance looks like at any moment. And I'll kick it over to you guys. So, Waltz, uh, do you have a plan for when we get there? Uh, I mean, seemed like you knew what you were doing anyway when you were talking to those guys. Oh, no, uh, I actually have uh, no idea what uh, we're going to run and do next. Uh, cool, cool, cool. I don't cool, suppose cool, cool. you have any experience heisting a very high-value item or anything, do you? <laughs> uh, funny you should ask, Waltz. Uh, you know, as a matter of fact, I do. That was kind of my uh, ticket off of Dracus, actually. Kind of a long story, but, you know, had to steal a, an ingot of a rare metal and, you know, use that as a bartering chip to get out of off that planet. So I I think I've got the skills to to help us out. You know, you with your outgoing, quick on your feet thinking, and and me with my sneaking and thievery experience. I think I think we might actually have a shot at this. Yeah, no, it's funny how things sometimes just kind of work out for me. Like I didn't get executed. We just somehow killed two drakes. I found friends that uh, I've gone through similar things that I did, going through a nodes, and now I'm. With somebody who has the skill set to do exactly what uh, we need to do in this specific situation. So, uh, yeah, it's, uh, everything always just kind of works out, you know? If I was a more spiritual person, you know, I might I might think there might be some to that. But I, I think we're just really lucky. I think we are because uh, at the same token, yeah, we uh, obviously have some that weren't able to join us on this journey like Digsby. So uh, as much as things kind of work out for me... Uh, it is kind of tough that it doesn't work out for a lot of people around us. That, that's that's true. That's a good point. And Waltz is just going to think back to some of the memories or visions that he kind of had or other people's memories, whatever those were earlier, of you know him being the one that actually dies, but also the other ones of you know the other possible outcomes. And just kind of ponder those as we kind of finish the walk to, I don't know, wherever wherever the end of this tunnel leads. So, Dax, you maybe see that Waltz is kind of looking down and clearly in deep thought. And as you look up, you see a metal door at the end of the tunnel. 
Daxel right away just kind of reach behind him into his pack and and pull out his thieves tools kind of fumbling with the the lock picks just getting getting ready to use them on the door can i do a perception check yep just see what i see around me 14 yeah so you kind of look down at dax as he's fumbling through his thieves tools you see a lot of instruments so you don't really know what they'd be used for necessarily but you can see dax just kind of looking over the gear taking a little inventory check cleaning stuff off and then you look back at the, the metal door and you see that it's blocking the entire width of the tunnel. And on the door seems to be like a little window that's shut, but appears to have like a separate panel that goes back and forth. You've seen movies. You know what he's talking about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's you think of like all the movies you've seen, all the plays you've been in. <laughs> After fumbling with his tools for a little bit, he'll look to Walt's. Well, is, is this where that password's for? Listen, your guess as good as mine. Fair enough. Once we get within like 10 feet or so, I'll start slowing my walk a little bit, and I'll take out one of the things for my thieves' kit. It's just a long metal rod, and I'll place it against the door and put the rod up to my ear. For those that, it's they call them a mechanic stethoscope. You can use it to like listen to the inside of an engine and stuff as they're running. Ooh, nice. But using that, oh. I will try to listen to anything going on behind the door. All right, roll me a perception check, and I would have done a minus two circumstance bonus because it's a metal door, but since you did that like cool little flavor thing, uh, you can just roll a straight up normal check. Aww. 17. So you put your ear up against the door, and you hear what sounds like arguing, and it's all muffled, and you hear, No way. Forgoss would totally be able to kill Desmore. Are you kidding? Do you know anything about Desert Drakes? Desmore would absolutely destroy Forgoss. <laughs> yeah, right. That's, uh, we could totally set this up. You don't know anything about Drakes. You just sound like you're Oh, Waltz, they, they seem pretty distracted. I think maybe I'll just try to pick it. Get the least amount of attention on us as possible. Waltz will just shrug. And I will attempt to pick the lock. All right, roll me a thievery check. All right. Oh, nat 20. Ooh, <laughs> 29. Nice. Very Wallace. fitting for the rogue. Awesome. First Love try. It. That was the confetti cannon. All right, Dax, you kind of like open up the palms of your hands and just kind of rub them along the door, tapping very subtly with your fingers, just kind of listening for any resonance that comes back, and you feel like you understand almost like what lock is on the other side of this door just from like the vibrations you're feeling. Mm-hmm. And then you meticulously go through your thieves tools kind of dancing your fingers along the various picks that you have and you pull out the perfect one and you're almost kind of humming to yourself like bobbing your head maybe and then you place the various tools into the lock and right away you feel it press against exactly what you'd expect to be there just on the diagnostics you've done on this door and you feel the satisfying click that you would expect to feel and you know that this is a multi-step lock, something that you have to do two steps correctly to unlock, and you've already done the first one. And you casually pull out another thieves tool from your pocket that you stowed away for this moment, kind of spin it, slide it into the lock as well, press against the lever, and you hear a very satisfying click. And you pull your picks out, and you look at Waltz, maybe with a smirk on your face, knowing that you've already picked the lock. We're in. <laughs> and I will, as slowly and quietly as I can, twist the handle on the door and open it. Can you roll me a stealth check? 22. Nice. So you're about to go 
turn the handle on the door and then you stop for a moment and you take out the same tool and hold it up against the door and you're listening you're like i'm telling you Forgos would absolutely destroy Desmar, no way! And you hear the sound of like a hand smacking on a table and then a table flipping and then just two guys like grumbling and like wrestling with each other and you just kind of slowly open the door and you just see two Drake Knights rolling around on the floor like punching each other. Love it. <laughs> I'll just kind of beckon Waltz in and slip inside the door. I'll, I'll follow suit. So yeah, Waltz, can you also roll me a stealth check with a plus two circumstance bonus just because... Dax has like so expertly set up this opening for you and just perfectly open the door and yes. pick the opportune time to open it as well. I can do that. I rolled a nine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. So Dax, you enter the shadows on the edge of the tunnel, like directly underneath the torchlight that's being cast out beyond you. And you're perfectly blending into the shadows, scooting along the wall, and you see these two Drake Knights like rolling around punching each other. And just super aggressive. You see a barrel of ale in the corner and horns of ale on the table. And you can tell these guys have been drinking quite a bit. And you're like, oh, come on, Waltz. This will be pretty easy. And Waltz gives you like a little nod. He steps beyond the doorway and instantly kicks a horn of ale that was on the ground. It slides across the floor and bumps into the two wrestling Drake Knights. And they whip their head around like, oh, what? Hey, oh, get up. And then they like push each other and they stand up and like dust all the dirt off. And they're like, oh, who are you? Hey, listen, guys, uh, I'm not going to get in between anything. I'm not going to get angry at you or anything. How'd you open you the door? Doing, you guys didn't lock the door, and you guys are fighting and kind of slacking on your duties a little bit. <laughs> Obviously, you need to pay attention a little bit more to what you're doing and who's on post, all right? So seamless. <laughs> all right, Romy. Roll me deception with plus two, actually plus four circumstance bonus. I don't know if there's a limit on what you're supposed to give in circumstance <laughs> bonus, but they're like drunk and that was really good. Not 20, baby! Yeah! Oh, do, don't yes, need it. Dude. Don't dude, need the circumstance it. bonus. Keep yeah. it, Zach. Technically Keep 29. Bonus. You see one of the Drake Knights just smack the other one in the back of the head. Idiot! I told you to lock the door. And then he smacks him in the back of the head. No, I told you to lock the door. Oh, you're driving me crazy. And they just still, like grab each other and they're just like pushing each other back and forth. I want to go separate them. <clears throat> uh, uh, what? So, hey, listen, guys, obviously this is probably what led to the mistake that just occurred. You guys <laughs> need to get it together and learn to work together if you're going to be on post together and learn to lock this door. All right. Y- y- yes, sir. <laughs> listen, no, nah, hey, you don't have to call me sir. I'm not going to tell on you. I'm not a tattletale. I'm just a friend, but I don't want you guys to get in any trouble. But this is serious. Serious warning. Anybody could just get in this thing if you guys slack off on your duties. <sighs> I know. Yeah. All right. Me too. Sorry. All right. You guys relax. Maybe a little less ale to uh, kind of, you know. We've barely, we've barely had any ale. <laughs> All right. So listen. There's like barely any. Do you want some? Are you lying to me right now? Yes. <laughs> Sorry. All right. I understand. Uh, just take it easy. Make sure you lock that door and, uh, you know, carry on on your post. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Sorry about that, sir. All right. We'll see you later. Hey, wh- one question, though. No. Hey, listen. I know your question for Goss would definitely be Desmar. I told you. <laughs> I told you. I know. God. It's not even a question, honestly. <laughs> Dang it. All right, now the but dispute is settled. Breath. He knows. He knows Listen, he's got hey, lightning breath. I know he's got lightning breath. All right, yeah, okay. 
Uh, All right, yeah, guys, relax. Sorry, Get we'll, back we'll to your post. Uh, we'll yeah, clean it up in here, and we'll see you guys uh, when you're off post or something. All right. Okay. Yeah. All sorry, right. Sir. Later, guys. Yeah. No problem. You see him kind of smack each other a couple more times in the back of the head, like idiot. And you link back up with Dax, who's further down the tunnel, like safely in the yeah. shadows. <laughs> I guess can I take a can I get a perception check or whatever? Uh, just kind of take a look around, see what doors are available, what the room kind of s- is set up like, and just kind of get lay of the land. Yeah, you can roll a perception check. Seventeen. Yeah, so you can tell that you're still underground, like even where those guards are posted in that table was. It's in like a dirty tunnel cave, and you can look beyond and see that the tunnel goes on a little bit more, but you can see some natural light coming down. So you can tell that maybe if you go a little bit further down the tunnel, you'll officially be in scale keep. Well, I guess with that, I will simply continue, you know, hugging the walls, hugging the shadows, just continue down towards that light that I saw. Hey, Dex, we're going to have to figure out where this Arcanor is. How do you say we do that? I think the fastest way to do that would be to keep our ears to the ground, listen for any chatter. I mean, I, surely people won't be just talking about the Arcanor, but seeing if there's a more heavily secured room than others, maybe. Surely they won't leave the Arcanor just out. So we'll keep our ears to the ground for some chatter. We'll keep our eyes open um, and just and just look out for a room that seems to be more heavily fortified than others. I think if we can find that, I think that's a great start to finding the Arcanor. As far as staying unnoticed, as we've discovered, uh, staying out of sight seems to be what I do best. Right. I think it would be a good idea to maybe try to get some armor to blend in if we can, just in case somebody does catch a glimpse. Um, I'm thinking maybe if I do get spotted, if I do get found out, maybe I'll just pretend to be drunk and not really coherent. Maybe I'll get lucky and they'll throw me in kind of a holding area to sober up instead of just killing me on sight, you know? I think that's got to be last resort. Listen, I think we uh, go together as long as possible. For sure. And when things hit the fan, uh, you let me kind of take over and you kind of weasel your way out of that situation and you find the Arcanor. I'm with you. And uh, I'll meet up with you whenever the job's done. Where do we want to meet? Back down here? Are we going to try to head out topside? Listen, I think if we're going to meet up anywhere, uh, it's got to be somewhere outside where hopefully we can also meet up with uh, Jules in hopefully Ryu at this point. So uh, as we kind of get up there, maybe we'll find uh, a nice location to uh, rendezvous. Yeah, I like that. That's a good idea. All right. So the two of you move to the end of the tunnel. There's some stairs. You start ascending into some natural light into skill keep. And with that, we'll cut back to Ryu and Jules. Oh, yeah. Twice in one session. Twice You're in so one session, bro. Giving. giving you a treat. Yeah. So the two of you are descending towards Kurapan. What are your plans? Where are you going? What you doing? If I need to make another perception check, I can. Um, was there just one boat? Yeah, there was just one boat, yeah. That they were loading? No, they were unloading, which made you think that the other ship was out at sea. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can roll another perception check if you want. Okay, 21. All right, Jules, so as you're approaching Kurapan, you give it another once-over, as you did when you flew over the first time. And the main thing that catches your eye is the pace of all the Drake Knights seems to be much faster than it was the first time. There's a lot more frantic movements, commotion, other Drake Knights calling out, commanding others. And the ship that was 
unloading, which made you believe that the other ship would be out at sea, is now being loaded instead, with a long line of Drake Knights moving quickly, loading things onto the ship. And this ship is on the Pagos side of the town, which is, again, separated by a river. So on one side of the river, it's Gainmar. On the other side, it's Pagos. Ryu, I think we need to disable that ship there. Okay, a little more information would be helpful for you, Jules. <laughs> Sorry, I apologize. It's been a while since you've been with us. There's a ship down there, the only ship. They do seem to be in a hurry to load it. I know you are familiar with ships, Jules. How do you suggest we disable it? Can I maybe look around to see some sort of entry that would be a little sneakier? Yeah, you could roll a perception check, like, tailored towards the ship if you want. Okay, that is another 21. So, yeah, you look down at the ship as you're getting closer, and you notice the ship has cannons on it. So it's a military ship. And you notice, like, the hatches for the cannons are open. So there is one opening there as well. And then you also notice there's just a lot of people loading. So you've partaken in loading ships many times, and you know it's a very busy time, and it's a very easy situation to blend in with as well. But other than that, you also have a flying hippogriff and could land at any point on the ship, crow's nest even. Though you do know the skies are fairly clear, and you need to start planning what you're going to do as you get closer, because Smith is quite the sight in the sky. If I'm being honest, Ryu, I think I've got this one. Alone? Unfortunately, yes. Uh, I think I'll go for a swim, and I'll steer Smith down to dive closer to the water. I'll turn to Ryu, and I'll say... He's all yours. And then I'll jump off and pencil dive into the water. Beautiful. Your pirate shirt billows in the air as you gracefully dive into the water. Barely make a ripple as you perfectly dive into the depths of the sea and are below the water. And now, Rio, you are in control of a hippogriff with almost no notice at all. Perfect. I'll lean towards Sniff's head, and I'll say, Sniff, Sniff was it? <laughs> it does a like a defiant buck of its head and lets out a little shriek. Jules took action on his own, knowing that deceit and espionage are not in my realm of expertise. But I feel I can still be of assistance. Sniff, drop me off in the center of Kurapan. <laughs> okay, you just assume he understands, like... Common or English, like, let me command an animal check. Flap your wings twice if you understand. <laughs> He's just flapping his wings. Alright, I'm sure Ryu's great at commanding Sniff. animals. Fudge. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, nat one. Oh, no. oh, here's our distraction. <laughs> no joke. So, Rhea, as you lean forward to say this into Sniff's ear, who you've already upset by calling him the wrong name, <laughs> you're actually, like, pushing down on his shoulders, and he thinks you're commanding him to, like, fly downward, and Smith starts to nosedive towards the docks with all of the Drake Knights carrying crates and loading onto the ship. What, what are you doing? Where are you taking us, Sniff? So you're kind of like patting him on the shoulder, pushing him down even further. And then you realize you're literally about to run into a bunch of Drake Knights carrying crates on the dock. And Smith 
crashes through several Drake Knights. They drop crates, they dive out of the way, and you get thrown off of Smith's shoulders and roll through the ground, and you feel yourself slide up into a mound of snow and begin to transform once again. I imagine the snow covered him, and he stands up, and as the snow, like, falls off him, he's, like, completely changed. Oh, yeah, I, like, clear the snow off the top of my head, and the hair is black. (laughs) Yeah. And you hear the sounds of several swords sliding out of their sheaths, and that's where we'll end our session. (laughs) All according to plan, right? You guys are (laughs) all, like, as a team, doing your own plans simultaneously, (laughs) and I am here for it. So, yeah, we're going to end our session with Waltz and Dax entering Scale Keep for the Arcanor. Jules diving into the ocean, and Ryu, uh, I don't know, man. We'll find out what Ryu's doing. If I can just say... Hold on. What am I doing? I'm talking about the episode. I should shut up, because we're going to do that (gasps) in the downtime, which is for (laughs) patrons, where we talk and react to the most recent episode as both characters and players and what was going through our minds and all this and that. It's just a a nice, relaxed episode where we just talk about everything. So if you want to hear that, you should become a patron, because if you're a patron, you can also join our Discord and send us memes. There's people sending pictures of potatoes they're growing and stuff like that. It's it's like (laughs) really top-tier content. That made me hungry you got to get in there. You can't miss it. It's amazing. Can't miss what happens to the potato yeah, bud. Yeah, yeah. And you can see all of Adam's session sketches where you get a vote on them, and he'll do a sketch commemorating the episode. All kinds of stuff. Check it out. Patreon. We list all the benefits. It's awesome. Check it out. And, uh, yeah, I would just like to thank our listeners for listening to us for this long. We really appreciate it. Thank you for being a part of this community. Check us out on Reddit, Instagram, Patreon, YouTube, all that stuff. Give us a like, thumbs up, five stars, review, whatever. All that stuff really helps us out. Helps us beat the algorithm. Makes us feel good. We really appreciate it. Helps us grow the show. Thank you so much. And I would like to thank Joel, who does all of our editing Aww. for vocals, which is a super tedious task, as always. And he does a phenomenal job. Cleans us up. Makes us sound great. Thank you so much, Joel, for listening to all of our blunders over and over again and still hanging out with us, man. You've seen the worst of us. And you're still our friend. We really appreciate it. Thanks, Joel. Joel, Joel you're Look. the best. Hey, Taryn. My pleasure. I also, I want to thank you, man, because you do all of our sound effects. I don't know if you knew that. You've been doing all of our sound effects. Do you remember that? Taryn, yeah. you're doing a great job. I love hearing all the sound effects you put into the episode. <laughs> They're amazing because I'm like, I listen to it without sound effects, and I'm like, man, here I am describing all these sounds, but like, I don't hear these sounds. And then I listened to the episode after you got your hands on it. And, dude, I hear the sounds. It's great. You do such they're, a great they're job. In there. It's amazing. Yeah, you, you put them in there. It's like if someone were to be like, hey, listen to this chicken right here. <gasps> yeah, because, like, did anyone hear, wow, did anyone hear a chicken? Amazing. In real time, I didn't you hear did a chicken. It. But then later when I listened Taren, to it, I feel like awesome. I'll hear a chicken. So, yeah, yeah, thanks, Taryn, for doing that. You know, without you, we'd have thank no you. chickens. So thanks, Taryn. And I'd like to thank Adam, who does all of our Adam. artwork for the show. And I'm talking, like, all of our artwork because none of us can draw. Well, actually, can any of you guys draw at all? I can't really draw. I can draw faces from, like, one perspective. I can do, like, the Dragon Ball Z, like, but just from, like, the shoulders up and only You're pretty good at those. I can kind of do those. And that's it. But, uh, yeah, so because none of us can draw, we, like, we needed Adam. And then Adam's like, Adam. hey, I'm actually, like, a really, 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 really good artist. And we're like, oh, that's perfect because that's exactly what we need. And if you want to see how good of an artist Adam is, you should check out our Reddit, Instagram, YouTube, Patreon, all that stuff because there's just, like, all kinds of artwork on there, man. And it's all about the show. And he brings it to life. So thanks for doing that, Adam. You're doing great. And I'd thank like you. To thanks, thank Adam. Ryan, who does all of our original music. 
That's right. Um, that's right. Original. Baby. We don't drop in any kind of like license-free generic stuff. We're like, hey, Ryan, uh, when you get home from work, I need you to write us a banger. This dude's like John Williams, like that Star Wars guy, but like for Mortals and Portals. And he just, he goes in there and like his whole house lights on fire, which is how hard he goes. It's just like completely insane. He just uses his mouth. Yeah, he's got like the speakers <laughs> from like Back to the Future that Marty McFly like turns on that like blows like a hole in like the wall. He like turns that on and he's just like, boom, Mortals and Portals theme song. And his neighbors are like, pipe down. And he's like, I can't. You know, that's Ryan. He's just like, he can't stop making <laughs> these original stop. tunes, Ryan. You're doing such a good job, man. Keep it up. Really appreciate it. Okay. And uh, yeah. And you, listener, you're doing a great job because you're listening to us. And that's really all we need you to do. Other than also check us out on Reddit, Instagram, Patreon, and give us a review. That would really help us out. So yeah, everyone's doing great. Good job all around. And we'll see you next time, mortals. <laughs> Wait, hold on. You said you talked to Sindor. Yes, Sindor was on that ship. I, sh- <laughs> I probably should have told him that like right away. <laughs> yeah, probably. Like honestly, I forgot that happened until Adam just picked up on. It. I was like, oh yeah, you should probably catch up on that. He's like, yeah, sometimes my hair changes, and uh, that's it. That's really all you gotta know. <laughs>